Hi guys, it's Jeff here. Good morning, it's Azusa. Just wanted to share our DT with you guys through this new podcast format. We'll see how it goes. So yeah, dive in. So from this passage um, in verse 2, you see that Zacchaeus is described as a chief tax collector and was rich. And then in verse 3, he was seeking to see who Jesus was. Um, I just thought this was really interesting because, um, you know, anybody who is the chief of anything means that you have some power and status. And, you know, he was also really rich. And so it seems like he has everything that he needs, but he was still seeking something. He was seeking to see who Jesus was. And so, um, yeah, even though it seemed like he had it all, uh, he was still seeking for something. Maybe, you know, because his status and wealth came at a great cost and he was seeking an answer to his guilt. Um, and so I just thought that was, that was interesting. Yeah, I think related to that, it's just, there's, you know, we have our external self, you know, that we present to the world. And then there's, there's the soul, right? There's what we're experiencing inside. And clearly, yeah, there's something going on inside of Zacchaeus um, that most people probably wouldn't have appreciated. Um, but I find that that's, yeah, we get so fooled by people's externals. Like we are, we ourselves know that we're much more than the image that we present to others and that there's a lot going on inside of ourselves. Yet when we see other people, I think it's often easy to, yeah, not, not think that, not appreciate that. We just think, oh, they're so confident. Oh, they're, look at how presentable they are. Um, so I think this passage just reminded me we've experienced this time and time again when we meet people you know they look all confident on the outside but then inside there's you know there's this insecurity they're struggling with maybe there's this health issue that they're struggling with maybe there's family issues that there's just no way that we would know and so I think um yeah who would have thought that Zacchaeus was seeking to see who Jesus was and he was curious um and, and I think that's something just to remember as we try to uh, yeah, try to do ministry. Um, one other point that I thought was really interesting I was thinking about is, um, so it, there's a lot of action in this passage. Uh, Zacchaeus, he ran on ahead and he climbed up the sycamore tree and he's, he's this activistic guy. And there's a lot of thoughts that he didn't have, you know, like, a, like that could have stopped him. You know, what if I, you know, what do I look like if I'm, if I'm running? You know, it's, 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 um, yeah, ancient people didn't run and then definitely didn't climb sycamore trees. You know, if you would have thought, you know, man, I wonder if I'm going to look like a fool doing this. Um, and I thought about that for myself because I often am like tortured by these thoughts of like, yeah, how will I be perceived or how, you know, will I, what will I look like? Will people think that I look like a fool? And those thoughts cause me to not want to move not want to do things, not want to put myself out there, not want to take risks. And um, yeah, I really, I see times where it's, it can be paralyzing um, and it's just, oh, safer, better to do nothing. You know, just let's, let's not do it. Let's not put myself out there at all. Um, but man, I just realized, yeah, really miss out. You know, Zacchaeus, he would have missed out on seeing Jesus if he didn't just, just kind of push through that. Um, and, and, and kind of put himself out there. And I think that's the case in a lot of life. You know, yeah, I guess better safer to stay quiet and not, not say anything or not do anything. But 
you won't fail, but then also you won't grow. Uh, you won't be able to just get feedback if you do something foolish and be able to change and kind of gain more self-awareness. You won't you'll miss out on experiences um, to yeah experience Jesus perhaps in new ways. So just challenged by that point to push through um, when I um, yeah fall into these kind of paralyzing self-conscious thoughts. Um. One point I thought was interesting was the contrast between um, how the people call Zacchaeus a sinner in verse 7. Um, it says he's gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And then what Jesus calls him in verse 9, he says, Today salvation has come to this house since he also is a son of Abraham. And um, yeah, I was just thinking about how, you know, when you hear the word sinner, I think the connotations around that word is that you're an outcast, you're worthy of punishment and banishment uh, because you've done something so awful and you know, no one is going to claim you or want to have anything to do with you. Um, and that's, I think, what the people were thinking about him. But then Jesus calls him a son of Abraham. And, you know, that brings up uh, a whole, you know, a whole nother set of, of thoughts that are so different, right? Um, a son is loved, a son is welcomed, a son is claimed as part of one's family, no matter what he's done. And then, you know, in this context, Jesus calls him a son of Abraham, which means that he is part of a rich heritage, part of God's own family. And these two things couldn't be more opposite, but Jesus flips the people's assessment around and says that Zacchaeus is a son of Abraham. He's also a son of Abraham and he's welcome. And um, thought another thing that was interesting was that Jesus doesn't deny that Zacchaeus is a sinner. Um, but what he says is that this sinner is also a son of Abraham. So it's two, you know, it's two things that are coexisting together, the identity of a sinner and the identity of a son of Abraham. And, um, you know, the passage ends with, uh, he came to seek and to save the lost. And so I think what Jesus is communicating here is that to be able to acknowledge, um, you know, the identity of a sinner, it's a good place to be because that's who Jesus is coming to seek and to save. And so I was just really uh, blessed by that point um, and just thinking about how I, I don't need to deny the fact that I'm a sinner, but I can just believe Jesus's words that, you know, I'm a sinner, but I am also a beloved daughter, that I'm loved and welcomed and claimed by God, and that I can trust that I can be received by God when uh, I, I acknowledge the truth of my sinfulness. Amen. All right, guys, have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.